0: Welcome to the Leaders with Leverage podcast. I'm your host and negotiation expert, Susie Tomanchuk. It's time to be your own advocate and negotiate for what you really want out of your career. Not simply the next role or additional compensation, I wanna show you that negotiation happens each and every day so that you opt in and say yes with confidence. Together with other business leaders, you'll learn the essential skills you as a leader needs to become that advocate. In growing your professional skills to increase confidence, gain respect, and become the future leader you're poised to be. And when you face a high-stakes situation, you're ready, no matter how high those stakes are. So let's do this. Let's lead with leverage. Welcome. This is Leaders with Leverage. I'm your host, Susie Tomanchak, And again, super excited for you to be here. This is a solo episode where I bring up things that are happening around me with my clients or just things that I think would be interesting for this community to hear. So one of, I want to talk about the process of negotiation and how I see it and how it's essential for us as leaders. And so I, I've really, ch- I was challenged with this because I've had negotiation as something that I see as a tool and thought of it as a process on how we interact in every conversation and everything we do. But it was hard to articulate for people to understand how I saw it. So it's taken me a long time to really understand it and how, well, understand my slice of it, the way I look at it, kind of my philosophy on negotiation and how to leverage it, no pun intended, uh, in a way that works for you. And it is about understanding how to build your own leverage. So I see negotiation not as a process in and of itself, but as a tool set, for professionals and for leaders to be able to access and use all the time because the strategies and techniques are effective and can be utilized in every day. It's just that we have this weird relationship with the word negotiation. So we tend to avoid it until there's a high stake situation that We know we need to be at our best, but the truth of the matter is if we are to understand it on a regular basis, then even when we're facing a high stakes situation, we're ready because we have confidence in accessing that tool set. And why do we let other people define what a high stakes situation is? high stakes can be different from all of us for all of us depending on what the outcome how important the outcome is for us and how we're going to move through it like how how emotional we are about that outcome so i talk about this process this pace in a negotiation in any conversation it's all about the pace it's the pace of the situation. It's the pace of moving through it in a really thoughtful way. So that's my that's my outline. That's my framework, and I want to talk about it today and and break it down. So I'll have these in three different segments. I'm going to go through the pace framework and give you some insights to that because this framework is something that you can put in place today in every conversation. And and preparation, it's PACE stands for prepare, aware, close, and evaluate. And so we're going to take that first section today, prepare. And this is the key. If you ask any negotiator, the key to success is preparation. In fact, there Is a lot of research that shows that the party that prepares the most statistically has the better outcome. I even have a friend who's a lawyer who says that's the first thing she tests when she's going up against somebody in an actual negotiation, a contract negotiation, is quizzing them to see how prepared they are. And she takes advantage of them if they don't have, if they've not done the work. So preparation is something that that those negotiators know it's important. And so I want to talk about that because preparing for a difficult conversation with somebody that works for us or preparing for a one-on-one, preparing for a conversation with your boss, preparing for a conversation with your peer, even preparing for a conversation with your, your teenage kid or your spouse, your partner, when we're more intentional about why we're going into that conversation, what we want to get out of it, what is the best end in mind, then we're able to maneuver through that conversation better. And it also helps the other person because when you're preparing, you're preparing both sides. You're helping the other person understand what the benefits are to them to have the conversation with you. So let's talk about the best practices of preparing. So if you were getting ready for a really intense high stakes, like I said, high stakes can be you are just really not looking forward to the conversation because it's going to be very emotional to you and very difficult for you to give some really tough feedback and you're not sure how to do it. So taking more time to prepare would be to your advantage. And prepare can be a few minutes, even before you jump on that Zoom or as you're driving to meet with them, just to think about, all right, what is the end I want to talk about? Where do I want to take the conversation? And what's the best way to frame the conversation so that other person understands the flow, the goal, and the points that we have to get to? So the first bullet, I'll say, in prepare that you want to think about is brainstorming all of the pieces of leverage. If you've ever heard me talk about leverage, that is really the core to understanding negotiation. Negotiation is just about pieces of leverage. And so if you brainstorm all of the things that are of importance to you, it could be timing, could be getting the project that you want, um, leverage can be the emotion, positive emotion, the confidence. Um, Negative leverage can be your nervousness, your fear. Um, Timing can be good leverage to you, bad leverage to you, working for you or against you. That's what good and bad means. So brainstorming all the aspects of leverage, what it does is even if there's things that you're not going to bring up, it allows you in that moment to, to think about all of the different possibilities for you and the other party. And when you, when you brainstorm all of the ways um, that you could possibly, the options that you could give to the other person, the options that are available to you, the options that are available to you that might not be that interesting to you, but may make the other person feel like they gave something to you. When you look at all of the different components that are a part of the situation, that gives you the ability to be objective in the moment because you've kind of done your homework. Hey there, love this podcast. I'm taking 10 seconds out of this episode to ask you to leave an honest review. More reviews on the show help us to reach more professionals who are ready to lead with leverage. Now let's continue the conversation. remember when I, when I would prepare for a big negotiation, I was so, I'd like sliced and diced the numbers. I thought about how I was going to present it to them and what questions they would ask. I would think about what was important to them, what made them really excited, what would make them look good. I would think about all these different things that will be at play that could help or hinder me. What are all those pieces of leverage that the other person had? So maybe leverages paying everything at the beginning versus having a monthly payment you never know it's 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 different things that can make people say yes so brainstorming those and literally even things that you don't believe have importance in the situation just helps you think about it from a lot of different angles so that's the first thing The second thing is, is you may have heard BATNA. BATNA is a negotiation term meaning the best negotiation outcome of an agreement. Those are, I did not get the acronym exactly right. I'll look it up as I'm talking because I always mess that up. Um, But what it is, is it's your alternatives. It's the best alternative to a negotiated agreement. I didn't want to get that wrong. BATNA. And so what that is, is what are your other options? If you can't come to an agreement or this person doesn't give you what you want. What are your other options? Can you give them something else? Or can you walk away? Uh, Do you, there's just uh, so many other things that you just have to ask yourself. What if they don't say yes? What are the alternatives? And if you, and you're really clear about these things, about what you want in the conversation, then you can decide if you're going to continue on and what are those boundaries going to be for you. So being really clear about your BATNA, about your alternatives and what their alternatives are, then it won't be surprising to you in the negotiation. So sometimes surprises will bring emotion Because all of a sudden you're like, oh, crap, I didn't think about that. And now you're anxious. And whenever you have any kind of emotion, it clouds your thinking. So thinking about alternatives for you and the other party allows you to not have any surprises and it gives you that ability to be agile in the moment. And then just to dream about what is that best possible outcome. Think about what you want, but what would really be the cherry on top? so that you don't limit yourself. There's research that shows that people that have a positive outcome or look at the upside of a deal versus what the risks are right before they go in, they actually negotiate more. They get more because they're more confident. They pick words to illustrate that they're confident. And that in and of itself is leverage. So thinking about the best possible outcome Will allow you to at least land where you want to. And then consider their story. What are their politics? What's important to them? How can I frame the conversation so that they really understand where we're going, what the goal is, so that you can get there? What is your relationship with them? What's your relationship equity? I always think about that. If they don't know me, I want to spend some time building a rapport. Or if they haven't seen me for a while, what, what? how can I rekindle that? Are they expecting this conversation? And if they're not, you have to build up that relationship equity. And then anticipating how they may respond. Because if they're not expecting this conversation and they may have something at risk they may get a little bit um, frustrated they might show some anger and so thinking about how they might they might be surprised which actually we as humans don't like to see surprise and it makes us really retreat so thinking about what if they're really surprised how am i going how am i going to react See, when you you prepare for all these things, then they're not a surprise in the moment, especially the emotions that might come up for you or the other side. And when you anticipate those, it doesn't mean they're not going to happen. But then you can see them and go, okay, there's that emotion. I was expecting that. I'm not going to run away. I'm going to continue on. I'm just going to have to live with that emotion. And I have a plan that I'm going to go through. I'm just going to execute my plan. I can't emphasize more. I can't emphasize how the importance of of preparation. Uh, it is the essentially the main point, and a lot of times um, in a negotiation, people avoid it because they're not looking forward to the conversation anyway. And so, taking the time will be beneficial to you in the end. So. When you think about preparation, the main things are, what are the leverage is uh, on your side, positive and negative, what will work for you, what will work against you as well as the other side and really brainstorm around them, around that. What's your BATNA? What are your alternatives to not having an agreement? What are those things on the outside that you can turn to? What would you do? Just having those raises your confidence. And what's their alternatives? What could they do just so you know that? What are the lever points that they have that they could use in their benefit? Be really clear about your best possible outcome and really allow yourself to dream about what that looks like. So that if they say yes immediately, you can have that in your back pocket and you know what it is. And then consider their story. Consider their seat at the table. What are the politics that um, they're facing? And then think about how you're going to frame it for them to understand. What is your relationship equity? And then anticipating your emotions and their emotions. What are possible? And if they don't have any of those negative emotions, at least you're ready. And you're anticipating if if they have something that you an emotional response so that it doesn't hijack your ability to continue to move forward. So that's preparation. There's more to it, but that's a great starting point for you. There's a lot of meat there that you can think about. So your challenge is in the next conversation that you have, thinking about these things and allowing yourself to see them. And then you'll start spotting these elements coming to life around you as you go through and it becomes this thing that you're aware of and you you naturally and automatically start moving through looking for these things, um, building this muscle around preparing for these things, and then being able to seize the moment when opportunities arise so that you will raise your hand, say yes, and you know that you're on the path because you're clear about where you're going and you've really spent the time to think about what the end in mind, the best end of mind, the end that you want to have in that conversation. So I hope this was helpful to you. We'll go through the rest of PACE. Again, PACE is the pace of the negotiation, any conversation, and it stands for Prepare, Aware, Close, and Evaluate. And this has been all about prepare. So, thanks for joining me. Uh, this is Leaders with Leverage. I'm Susie Tom and Chuck. I'd love to hear from you if you have any questions for me to talk about on this podcast. I'd love to hear from you. If you if you found this helpful, please share this podcast with others. I'd love to know the people that you know and just be able to spread the word about using leverage in a really positive way, using negotiation in a really positive way. So thanks for joining me today, until next time. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Leaders with Leverage. If you're ready to continue your professional growth, commit to accelerating your career development and say goodbye to that anxious feeling in your stomach anytime you need to advocate for yourself, then get my book, The Art of Everyday Negotiation Without Manipulation. In this book, you'll learn the essential steps to take before entering into any negotiation or conversation, any interaction in your day-to-day. You'll discover what the other party really needs and be clear about what you're going after. You'll bust through your fears and boost your confidence and embrace that negotiation truly happens all around us. Head to the link in the show notes for more, and you can even get a bonus if you buy it today.